I'm just going to start the recording and people can get all the randomness of us. That's really what makes the Zoom calls fun. So what, uh, first off, what, what, hello, Ruby. Glad you could tune in today. <laughs> um, what oils are you guys using tonight? I just put transformation in the diffuser since we are talking lifestyle and for a lot of us, that's a transformation. Well, I have on Magnify my, Your Purpose. Um, I'm using Abundance, Transformation, and Gratitude. We both have Transformation? Oh, I love it. Abundance, Transformation, and Gratitude. That's awesome. I literally am really, really simple tonight. I have lemongrass in there. <laughs> right up. I love that. Um, I want to show you guys. The <laughs> I don't do homeschool crafts. <laughs> It's not my thing. Oh, mom said eucalyptus, peppermint, and wintergreen. Oh, that sounds so refreshing. And Ooh. Yeah, I like the way that sounds. Yeah, I know. It's, it's definitely respiratory. I'm thinking I could diffuse that tonight in the bedroom. The kids aren't coughing, but I feel like it would still be good for their... Yeah, Colleen's like, yes. <laughs> so um, I have a dewdrop in my office, and I was showing... And it's always fun to do crafts that you have no idea how to actually do, which was for us decoupage, which <laughs> didn't even know how to pronounce it until a little while ago. But um, this was what Camille made. <laughs> it's a frozen diffuser. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's so cute. <laughs> I have got to get hold of that girl. Oh, the princess. Ugh. <laughs> She's so glamorous, but then also the first one to climb the tree and like roll in the mud. So I guess she's just, she's the, she's the full package. She's like, when we go to the pool, she just wants me to throw her up. I mean, me and Hannah were taking shifts. And then when we were at convention, me and Charmin were taking shifts because it is exhausting. She never gets tired of it. Again, higher. And you're like, you realize like I have to actually, this is work. Well, you should get Becky there. I know. Maybe she'll jump off the side of the thing like she did with, uh, wow, why can't I think of her name? Celeste's daughter. Emerson? Yes. Emerson. I'm like, I know it starts with an E. <laughs> yeah, I'll teach yeah. her how to do teach her how to do handstands into the water and all that good stuff. You wait till I tell her how mean Kristen Bell is and what a real she I know. is. That's why we haven't gone to see the second movie or anything. Okay, so for the people watching on the replay, <laughs> this is... <laughs> sorry. I just... I just <laughs> You know what? We're just at ease with each other. And like, we always try to remind, remind you guys that we are very yeah. professional. And so, <laughs> Becky, I think about the shirt all the time. And somehow me and Sabrina are always the same. It's very eerie. Like we're both wearing the same color. And we, both... and we have our hair up. And <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I may have to send you the shirt. <laughs> yeah, I think, I feel like I really need that shirt. But, um, so the lifestyle of young living, rock in the young living lifestyle and what that looks like and what that means. Even when I was first getting signed up, people were always talking about oily recipes and getting oiled and 
putting oils in their hair. And I was just like, this sounds literally disgusting. I was just picturing like greasy people, basically. Like, let's get out oily. Oh, that just sounds disgusting to me. And uh, then they're like, the last stuff. The whole oil up thing. When I first met Becky, her tagline, every time people would walk by, she'd be like, yeah, I will oil you up, oil you up. And all I could imagine was like nail strippers. Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) yeah, you know, me and no, no. No. Becky's like, that part of my life is over with. <laughs> oh, so sooner than you would think. <laughs> you know, the fact that well, it's so juice, funny. Is it? People what? keep going, I don't want to be oily. I'm like, honey, it's plant juice. Calm yourself. <laughs> well, like, I was I like, are we like trying to not body. be oily? Isn't that like the whole, you know, whatever? Um, and it actually is funny you said that, Sabrina, because it always made me think of um, the Monumento One bodybuilding competition. But they Thank are. You. That's what I was thinking of. Right. Those like stars. they're sprayed so dark tan and then glistening so you can see all the like texture or whatever of their muscles or whatever. Every <laughs> like, tiny little ripple. Yes, every little. <clears throat> all of that. Um, so that is what it made me think of. And I was like, that just sounds really weird. But then I started just paying attention to what people were doing. And I saw there was a lot that went with the Young Living lifestyle. And some of it isn't really Young Living per se, but it just goes like with the territory, I would say. So things that I see indicate the young living lifestyle first of all people have replaced pretty much every chemical in their home has been replaced with an oil in some form or another so they're plant essential oils they're not technically an oil but that's the easiest way to translate the latin word they're like a volatile essence basically which means that when you peel an orange the fragrance bursts into the air and you can smell it you know and that would be the essential oils, not, I mean, maybe juice too, depending on how bad you are at peeling an orange, but typically the essential oils. And most people living a young living lifestyle have started replacing things in their home with um, an oil. I initially thought that it meant just replacing medications with oils. That's actually what I thought people were talking about besides getting all greasy, like they're going to go on stage and flex their pecs. (laughs) But um, I thought it was a way to have, like I'd heard of homeopathy. We'd used it a little bit. And I thought this was like that, Um, just another medication to have in your toolbox. And I very quickly learned that there, there are instances where people do use plants, um, oils and homeopathy combined often, um, or intense doses of vitamins as well as oils, as well as homeopathy combined instead of using a medication for certain things. But 
by and large, it was people who had shifted bit by bit into this lifestyle of, we'll say for a short version, using oils instead of chemicals, so much to the point that they never had a need or rarely had a need for any sort of remedial medication. And that was new for me. I knew that we were supposed to eat oranges and take vitamin C and kind of like avoid getting sick as much as possible, but I didn't really realize the extent to which we could do that with plants. I didn't also realize that there was other things we could um, like avoid triggering in our body. There's a lot of scientists say that it appears that you may have genetic markers for different cancers or autoimmune diseases and things like that that may or may not be turned on or turn you know in your body and may not be activated um, and that sometimes our environment can turn those markers on or activate those things so I didn't realize you could use a lifestyle with plants and other healthy things to avoid that. So what I saw people doing was largely using oils instead of chemicals, replacing, swapping, um, reducing the amount of synthetic and toxic things that came into their house in the first place. So I realized a lot of times, like, <laughs> it's so dumb to say it, but I would get headaches and actually also get nausea from candles and body sprays and lotions. Uh, and <laughs> so dumb. I don't know that I really connected the two right away, but it was actually before I was introduced to Young Living that I started to realize that's what was triggering them. Because when I looked at them, I was starting to get that even before I lit the candle or opened the body spray. Of course, like an idiot, I didn't throw everything away. <laughs> Kept it. I don't know why. But I still had it. I mean, it was expensive or it was a gift or whatever. And then after I got my diffuser, again, so cheesy, I thought, oh my gosh, maybe I can diffuse oils and make my house smell good like I always want from candles, but I can't get because it gives me a headache. And I'd also tried burning incense and that was just as bad. It was a terrible experience. And so that's what I was thinking I could use it for was now, now my thought process was okay. I use it instead of medication or as a different kind of medication, which was false, or I <clears throat> use it to make my house smell good. <laughs> These things are good. <laughs> These are great things to do and have, but they're not all. <laughs> so then I started realizing that literally just by diffusing with the goal of making my house smell better, I was actually purifying my air. And yes, you can have people come out and test your air. It does not get rid of things like dander or particles floating in the air of dust or whatever. But when you are cleaning your air, there's two things you need to do. There's like viruses and stuff that hang out in the air. And then there's also clutter that hangs out in the air and you use an air filter to try to vacuum some of the clutter out of your house. And then you also could diffuse your oils to try to purify the air. 
And I learned later that the average air inside a home is seven to 10 times more polluted than the air outside a home, which I have learned to be true countless times when I go to visit somebody and I have a headache within 10 minutes or less of walking in the front door. Becky's nodding like, and that like mucusy feeling in the back of your throat. You guys all know what I'm talking about. Yes. Everybody's nodding and mom and Drew are probably nodding too. We just can't see them on camera, but it's crazy because those same people, um, would ask me what oil do I use for a headache? And after being exposed to oils, my thought was <laughs> we should stop causing the headache because <laughs> you're doing that <laughs> there. Yeah. I don't know if all the oils in the world are going to help you. If you keep, and this was the analogy that I gave in a class that we did up in Blaine was somebody comes to you with a hammer and they're banging it on their head and they're like, Colleen, what do I do for this splitting headache? And you're like, I would like you to stop hitting your head with the hammer. And they go, no, no, no. I want to hit my head with the hammer, but just tell me an oil to use. And you're like, are you serious right now? <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> or somebody comes to you and says, Sabrina, my house smells super, super bad. Can you come and help me clean my house out? My kids keep getting hives. I have eczema and we keep getting lice and like, this is horrible. We can't seem to get rid. I'm like, our stomach is hurting and it's just terrible. And we all have like, so our skin is breaking out. And like, what oil do we use for that? And Sabrina goes to their house and sees there's bags and bags of trash and there's bottles of <laughs> urine and there's like dog poo and there's diapers and there's just trash everywhere. And Sabrina goes, I suggest you take a shovel and start cleaning the house. And they go, no, no, no. We want to keep this stuff here. Just tell us an oil to put on our skin. And it's like, that's how it feels when somebody comes to you and they're like, no, I want to wear body by Victoria and headache by Victoria and stomach ache by Victoria, but please tell me how to handle the headaches. And you're like, um, you know what? We might need to circle back to this. So I found people were, I thought people were using oils instead of medication, but I found they were using them instead of chemicals. And by doing that, they were actually preempting the need for the medication because now they weren't getting a headache. You see what I'm saying? Now they weren't trying to fix a headache. They literally weren't getting the headache <laughs> because they'd eliminated what was causing the headache. In some cases, just not using it, period. And in other cases, replacing it. Like you could just not use body spray or you could make yourself one with essential oils if you really wanted to have a yummy aroma about you. You know what I'm saying? So people were, they call it ditch and switch. They were ditching the headache by Victoria and switching to, you know, a Melissa Pepping perfume roller or whatever, which is just a recipe for making perfume out of essential oils. <laughs> then I also saw that people were, I don't know if you guys have noticed this in the Young Living community, but people are enormously really into personal growth. It's hard to show up in a group of people who are actively bettering themselves, their bodies, their mind, their cell receptors in their brain and their marriage and their relationships and decluttering their house. And it's hard to show up in that space and just be like, I'm not going to participate at all. Like being, being around these people was making me just want to do better. <laughs> and I jokingly call it food church because 
um, Jennifer Wright and Gretchen Gray, who you guys may know in the oil group, and a couple other ladies who have since signed up and are in um, the oil groups. Um, we used to get together at Jennifer's house, just not even really monthly, but just kind of irregularly. And it was just supposed to be girls night. Um, nobody brought their kids except I brought Jacob because he was really little and Gary was deployed. So what was I going to do? <laughs> I usually get home from those things at like two or three in the morning. <laughs> And we get together and everybody was bringing, um, like gluten-free, sugarless, almond, hazelnut cookies, and like just things like that. And like lacto-fermented whatevers. And, and, you know, you show up there and you're like, whatever, whatever. Um, and everybody's all, oh yeah, we planted fava beans this year because, you know, and they're like, oh, well, the oxalic acid in almonds could actually, and it's like, what? Like, are all these words that I've never even heard of? And I would leave feeling so inspired and just, wow, I am never eating sugar again, ever. And flour is <laughs> the devil. Yes, Jacob? You said hi. Hi. <laughs> Mom, he needs to do <laughs> le garçon mange les pommes. <laughs> Anyways, I would leave those um I would leave those nights feeling so inspired and just lit up. And then I'd go home and it'd be, you know, canning tomatoes and fermenting sauerkraut and garlic and you know banning sugar from my life and like organic dairy only or raw dairy only. I remember those days. <laughs> That's when you found out there was this crazy lady with goat's milk. <laughs> and then just when the enthusiasm would begin to wane and you're like, oh, Trader Joe's cookies are pretty good. Then food church would happen again and you'd leave be like, never, never sugar. And so, <laughs> so they were like profound and, for and me. You would go over and you'd be like, oh, I really want this. And I'd go, what? But I'm not. <laughs> and you'd be like, don't you have some ranch dressing for those lacto fermented sauerkraut chips? <laughs> but it was it was profound for me. And all those ladies became a part of my journey into Young Living because they didn't have oils yet, but they were all seeking ways to live healthier lifestyle. They all have farms and like homeschool forty kids and all these things, and then, so when they started doing Young Living, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I, whatever you guys are doing, I guess I'll do it too. I don't really know what you're doing, but it seems like it's probably a good idea because I do everything else you're doing. <laughs> so that is how I feel when I'm around people in Young Living. They're all, so many are, I guess not all, because we're all in different places, but to me, it feels like everybody is steps ahead of me and maybe not in one thing, maybe in another thing, maybe not in this thing, maybe in another thing, but everybody steps ahead of me and there's somewhere for me to go. And when I leave, like when I'm outside of the Young Living community, it shocks me actually to be around people who are so happy being stagnant that it just stuns me, even though I know that's exactly where I was before. But when I'm around people who 
um, like they're like oh i you know i'm 27 years old and i can hardly walk i'm so enfeebled in my old age and um oh well i have to take every tuesday off because i have headaches and, and i don't know just like weird stuff and you're like what like you're okay with this you just... what it's a tiny mouse Whoa, he's backing up. <laughs> Becky, you need this. It's amazing. Little tiny remote control mouse. <laughs> Wait till I give her the real deal. <laughs> okay, can you imagine how fun that would be with the cats? Wow. Okay, go take it back out and close the door, okay? Okay, so, <laughs> so when I'm around people who are just perfectly happy with staying forever the same and we never, you know, they're just, they're happy or I don't know if they're happy. Well, like they're content to complain about it. Oh, we never have any money. Oh, I can't afford milk. Oh, it's just like life is hard. It's like, okay, I've been there too. I remember eating a potato because that was all we had, like sleeping on the floor in California because we didn't have a bed, you know, like I know what you're talking about, but I was never felt okay with, it. I don't know. So Hannah and I had this weird conversation the other day. I was like, oh man, you know, it was so cool. Facebook just reminded me that whatever, seven years ago we met or whatever. And she said, you know, what's crazy is that seven years ago we met and we were, we were vibing, <laughs> whatever, this is the cool thing. We were vibing so hard or we were like so similar. And now seven years later, we can still get together and talk for 12 hours, 40. And Becky's like, I know, thanks. And because we both were pretty stagnant when we first met. And then shortly after that, we're introduced to Young Living. And we both, well, I was, and then she kind of started a little bit later. But um, we're both really serious about growing. And so it's weird to talk now because I was like, I have friends that I've known since I was little, but they have no interest in growing. And we're still great friends. And I would love to go hang out with them and have lunch or whatever. But it's not like I can just sit down and have these heart to heart conversations about improving and, and me and Gary's journey and everything, because they're not in, they don't, they're not interested and they're just would rather talk about Netflix or whatever. I don't know. So finding a community of people who is crazy about growing and it doesn't even have to be like business related. I don't know. There's just something about, about being in the community. And I know there, there's gotta be something related to everybody says, Gary Young says, blah, blah, blah. The bottles of oil say that when the more you're using oils, it like starts to clean your brain out and open your mind to possibilities and like help you with looking forward in life and all these kind of things. And I don't know but that that might be actually completely true because a lot of us start using the oils like, oh, I need a medication to go with my homeopathy line, which is where I was. I had the little blue bottles of homeopathy, I still have them. And I was like, this is, you know, a supplement to that. But using them, not necessarily knowing what they're for, and then being exposed somewhere along the line to the income disclosure. And I was like, wow, that seems really intense, but also really fun. And then the more I was involved and the more I use my oils, the more possible everything seemed, I don't know. I, there's gotta be something to it. I 
couldn't tell you exactly, can't pin my finger on it, but I also noticed everybody in Young Living ages backwards. I don't know how else to put it. I have been in Young Living for almost five years now. So I can at the most compare somebody from five years ago to now, people who started about the same time as me. And oh my gosh, it ages people backwards. The people I know who started Young Living five years ago, I swear they look younger now than they did five years ago. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Not a, it's not like everybody's, oh, I'm using the skincare. Not everybody even does that. I think there's something to be said for the glow of purpose and passion and not again, not even saying that that's necessarily that young living is the purpose and passion. Like I talked about in that live video, it's not even that young living is the purpose and passion, but it's maybe that you're enabled to live your purpose and passion, like through young living. I, I don't know. Like for instance, me, I want to homeschool my kids, but I'm literally falling asleep in the chair during school, started taking firemen at night. Now I can get up early and do school with the kids. Okay. That's a kind of micro example of how young living was supporting something, a passion of mine that has nothing to do with young living, homeschooling my kids. People everywhere homeschool their kids. They don't have young living, but somehow firemen is helping me do that. You know what I mean? So there's that. And then there's also, um, feeling that like that mental shift that I was talking about with using the oils, your hormones are aligned, you know, you're feeling more, you feel like people care about you. We were just talking today, um, about that post I put in my Instagram stories that says like, are you an angry mom or are you one of these things? And it was like, like lacking social connection, not feeling seen or appreciated, not feeling known or heard, um, not getting like pat on the back or whatever. Um, congratulations or whatever. I can't remember all the things, but I was like, man, at least half of these really didn't exist without young living. Because I remember thinking to myself, Oh my gosh, I was like loading diapers into the washer. And I was thinking, is this it? Like, I'm washing the same dishes every single day. I'm literally washing the same diapers every single day. I'm literally cleaning up the same toys every single day. I'm trying to feel like I'm learning things by, you know, fermenting and canning and trying to like just volunteering on a farm and running on the beach. And, but like, I am so, like, my brain feels like it's going to fry and it's not like I'm bored. I'm not sitting there doing nothing. There's no time for that, but it just felt pointless, I guess. Like, like, ugh, like Groundhog Day, <laughs> like that. I've never watched the movie Fifty First Dates, but I know the story is like the girl hits her head or something, so the guy dates her fifty times, but to her it's always the first time or something like that. I don't know. Like, it kind of feels like that a little bit. Maybe just being a stay-at-home mom. And I wouldn't even say that work changed that because when I was working, I felt the same thing. <laughs> just felt like frustrating and but that was even worse because now they were telling me what to wear and where to go and where to stand and what not to talk about. <laughs> well, and not only that, but like everybody around you in the normalized mainstream people, everybody is doing the same thing. They're experiencing the same thing and they're encouraging you to do the same thing. And then they're complaining about it <laughs> and they want you to complain with them. And then as soon as you talk about something, positive or whatever they get all like oh gosh and I think that that's what's really interesting about it is that you might not even totally realize you're doing it 
until you start to kind of get out of that. Right. And like with the oils, you know, they're bringing these emotions up. We're around people who are supporting us and who are celebrating our growth and getting excited about this or getting excited about that. And we work through these emotions and most people, it's like common to just like push those down and get rid of those or whatever. And so we're probably dealing with that and doing this stuff over and over again and complaining, which, you know, we know the call complaining, how that affects our brain and everything. Right. So when you're around people who have this positive attitude, who are celebrating you and celebrating your successes, wanting you to succeed. Even if your success is, I used a peppermint oil for the first time. Everybody's like, OMG. That's my bay. That's my favorite oil. You know, like whatever. It just, I, f- I feel so seen, I guess is the way to say it. So I was finding people were swapping things out in their house. So swapping chemicals and toxins out. They were reducing what came into their house that was toxic and synthetic. And for most of us, and definitely for me, this was a step-by-step thing, which we had already embarked on because we had gone down the road of, you know, organic produce so it was already we were already on the journey um then people are aging backwards they're growing and maturing intentionally and by and large it just it seems to me to encompass it's sometimes it's hard to explain because people say to me so what does these century awards do and i'm like where do I begin? <laughs> because it's all connected to that for me. It's all connected to the oil. Like everything's connected. Yes, I know some things are, it's not an oil per se, like thieves cleaner, but it has oils in it, you know, that are replacing it. Um, and so I think to myself, like, it's connected to that slow, gradual change, which Gary and Mary Young believed we should all be gradually stepping down that you know that road of incremental shifts in our life and believing that it was possible for everyone and building in the structure also of sharing i think that i think that it was one of the smartest moves i think gary and mary ever made was building in the structure of sharing because you would be astonished how many people sign up in young living and they're just like oh i don't need to make any money from this. I just want to spend a ton of money on oils every month. And you're like, that is awesome. Then there's also a lot of people like me who when we signed up, we're like, oh, that's all the money I had, you know? And if we wanted more things, we had to start sharing. And that was me. So I feel grateful that they built that. Literally the structure is built into your, into your member number that you have access to literally, I know I said that six times, but literally an infinite number of oils because as much as we, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of moms that you'll see. There's a lot of people that we've never heard of because they're platinum and nobody ever hears the platinums, but I don't know if you guys saw there's just platinum that makes, I know the average is like 12,000 or whatever, but there is platinum who makes a hundred thousand dollars a month. And she's like, I don't feel like going to diamond because that's my work and I'm already making enough money. <laughs> what? But um but there's a structure built in and a lot of these moms you hear who are diamond and stuff like that. Part of the reason why they started sharing and they'll tell you this is because well I had five, six, seven, twelve, fifteen kids and <clears throat> not exaggerating. 
And um, if we wanted all of this, we were going to have to find a way to pay for it. Or my husband said, I couldn't spend any of our money on oils. So I decided to make my own money to spend oils or whatever. Heather Brock is one of my faves. She is like the most no nonsense person you'll ever meet. And she says, well, I, she believes she, she was, she was like, we're doing 300 PV every month. And her husband goes, well, we don't have any money for that. So she's like, okay. So she said, she goes in the garage and she's like, you have two power drills. We only need one. I'm, which one do you want me to sell? And then she's like, well, I'm not using chemicals anymore. So she put all her cleaning chemicals in a box and sold them for five bucks. And she's like, I'm not using Heather Boyapatori anymore. So she put all her sprays in a box and sold them for $5. And she's like, I found that money. And, you know, then she, she also started sharing and ultimately she's a royal crown diamond. Um, but her husband was a cop. That's why Gary and him were my Gary and him were talking, but, um, <laughs> mom, I just saw the little emojis you sent, but, um, I just think it's phenomenal that they built that in. And if you, I wish, <laughs> I wish I could just give oils to everybody because, well, I do all the time, because once you know what an oil does, it's somebody standing in front of you crying because they have that problem. It's really hard not to like make them roll or just give them what's left in your bottle or whatever. But, um, I just mailed someone a half used bottle of oil the other day. And I told her, <laughs> I told her, I know that it seemed really weird to some people to get this half used bottle of oil, but I know you'll know exactly what it's for. And, she, and it's about, it's a, it's an oil they don't sell anymore, but and it's not like a very expensive oil or anything like that, but it's one that really works for her. And she messaged me back. She's like, unbelievable, unbelievable. I'm over the moon. I'm so happy. But, um, really funny that you bring that up because like over the weekend I have some people who are trying to get over being sick and I was like well I just got over being sick so I'm a little low on these oils but I ended up like scraping together into like another bottle like okay here's here's a mix of stuff you know it's, so and it's awesome. like you <laughs> funny enough you know you're like well this isn't professional but like I really want to help you so <laughs> take this it looks like crap but just accept it okay yes just take it i know it doesn't have a professional label but then also what happens is we have that magical enroller link that comes with our member number so that ultimately those people can get their own and what i have found is if if i'm <laughs> does anybody remember the john q movie <laughs> Um, I remember these people I used to babysit for had it. And I remember on the front of the DVD, it said, give a father no options and you leave him no choice. <laughs> I won't tell you guys the plot of the movie. If you haven't seen it, it's a pretty good one. Was that Denzel Washington or something? Yeah. Anyways, um, I think of that sometimes when it comes to oils, <laughs> like we have, it, we, there's no options out there. So we have no choice and we make it happen. Like this guy in the movie goes to these extreme illegal lengths to make it happen. Like, and, and like, and like sells his house and everything. But, um, we do what we need to do to make it happen. I have found all of us on here can testify to that, that, you know, was Colleen's talking about like making charcoal water or whatever. Like, like we're all doing these things that, People will tell you casually, oh yeah, I, I can't afford that. People will just tell you that casually. And you're just like, <clears throat> excuse me, what? And then um, they'll go to McDonald's or they'll, I don't know, what, what do people do? They'll buy 
Tylenol or Target dollar spot. Oh my gosh, I'll go to Target and buy stupid things. And people go, you see how much people pay for a coffee at Starbucks? Yeah. Well, it helps if you don't drink coffee and it helps if you don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> or Target. Like, we never go to Target. I mean, around Christmas time we do, where every once in a while we'll go to find the kids like a fun pair of pants or they sell Gary's favorite socks or whatever. But we just rarely ever go. Now that I said that, I'm probably going to go tomorrow or something. But um, all that to say, we, we make it happen if we know how important it is. And all of us on here are a testament to that fact because we all were like this needs to happen and we're gonna make it happen we all have i mean i follow you guys on social media <laughs> slash know my mom in real life you know <laughs> and i know that you guys you know make decisions about your food and all these things every single day that so many people would say oh we just can't and you're like mm, can't or won't big difference so it amazes me, amazes me what we will make happen. And I love the fact that once we get ourselves in here, we have um, that enroller link is there. We can send it out to everybody. Think of it, oh my gosh, all the time. As if anybody remembers the story in the Bible of Elijah and Elisha and um, how after Elijah went up in the fiery chariot, then Elisha had asked him basically long story short, I want your powers, but twice as much. <laughs> and so, or the spirit of God or whatever, however he put it poetically. And so Elisha goes back into the village or whatever, where people are dying and asks this widow, Hey, can you make me some bread? And she goes, actually, we only have enough bread to make one little piece. And then my son and I are going to eat it. And then we're just going to die. <laughs> like, that's where they were at. They would poe. And he goes, I have an idea. <laughs> he goes, take this, um, you know, you take a little bit of oil that you have left. Go send your sons out to borrow bottles and things from all your neighbors. And get all the bottles and jugs and things that you can and bring them back into the house. So they bring them all back into the house and he goes to start pouring the oil and filling those jugs. So she starts pouring and basically the oil never runs out. She's pouring, she's pouring, she's filling them. She's like, go get more. We need more bowls. We need more barrels. And then she sells the oil. The Bible says she sells the oil. She pays all her debts and she was, she was, they were going to go to debtor's prison, which is the equivalent of death. Um, she pays all their debts and had money left over to live on. Thus, I dub her the first young living oil rep because she was selling oil, <laughs> a limitless bottle of oil with an enroller link that never runs out because it's connected to the freaking warehouse. She's selling it to people. She's paying her debts and she's buying her freedom. How freaking awesome is that? Okay, so example, way back in scripture, this is a thing, this ain't new. <laughs> All right, so I love that it's built in. The freedom is built in. So Gary and Mary built Young Living on um, what they, their little mission statement or vision statement, which I remember studying that in business school and never remember which is which, but um, is wellness, purpose, and abundance. And I think it goes in that order too. We start by chasing our wellness. We need to be well. And then from there, we rise up into such a better state of health that now we 
can actually think about what is our purpose in life? Because now we're not just depressed or can barely get out of bed. Now we have extra energy to think about our purpose. And from there, we graduate into the realm of abundance, which is sharing and doing the things that we care about. A great example is Jody Meschak, who wrote that book. Her purpose and her passion was her son and healing him from autism, which she did, FYI. And the book is called Speak Up Buttercup. It's amazing. And she said she she was only able to write the book because she first she she had to achieve his wellness that was actually what got her into young living she had to achieve his wellness and then through that she found her purpose which was healing her son and then connecting to all these other moms that she was then helping find healing for their families and then from there her abundance built and from there she was able to write her book because she goes i when how would i have written it otherwise and i love that picture is such a great picture because your purpose and your passion, even if you are building a young living business, doesn't, it probably isn't young living necessarily. Um, young living may just be the vehicle that gets you there or a part of it. You know, I think a lot of us would not say my goal is to build a business necessarily, but it feels more like my goal is to see kids healthy like that. My goal is to see moms healthy and lifted up and having purpose like that. And young living is a part of that. Young living isn't that necessarily, but it's a part of that. So the lifestyle <laughs> encompasses so much more than just putting on our bottle of peppermint, although we do put on the bottle of peppermint. And in my head, what I've been calling it lately is diffuser blend culture, where people are just like, we want things to smell nice all the time. But it's like, yes, we do want them to smell nice, but take your health assessment. Find out where your hormones are at. I don't know, get blood work done. Go have a raindrop, an intense raindrop done. Like actually go after, do you have a real serious health goal? I do. And let's just go after those real serious health goals. And the other thing that I'm finding when it comes to the sharing is the more transparent we are about that health goal and the journey there. I don't know that a lot of people really resonate with, ah, I had all the problems and now I'm the perfect person. But a lot of people get it when you say, um, you also don't know what I'm doing. Sorry, five minute cleanup alarm. But I am on my way and participate with me. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. Okay. I, I totally get that. It's, it's me too versus, Oh, you did that. <laughs> and I think a lot of us feel in our head, like I, I, I know me for sure. Like I have to be able to show you how and be expert and know the thing when actually that is more of a turnoff than somebody who's like, Hey, I ain't perfect, but we can figure this out together. Like, I love that. Um, I find the people I follow on social media, tend to be those kind of people. Like Madison Vining is a great example. She never goes on there and says, I have it all figured out. She goes on there and she goes, <laughs> I have absolutely nothing figured out, but this is what we're doing. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I would love to do that too. And that is more of a connection for me than, than the perfect person that doesn't actually exist. Who follows those people on Instagram? Oh, Becky. Yes. Except Becky. <laughs> I'm 
the goats. <laughs> if horses equine and dogs are canine and like frogs are reptiles, what are goats? Ruminants. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Because they chew their cud. Long, long intestines. So goats, sheep, deer, bovines. I did not know deer were ruminants, but I guess oh, yeah. it makes sense because they eat grass. So they chew their goat. They are the closest goats are the closest living relatives to deer. Yeah, they're actually closer to them than they are to sheep. What? Or to elk, which is wow. weird. Are camels but a ruminant? If you, look, if, if you look at the white deer of, is it Michigan? No, I think it's Wisconsin. Um, they look just like Sonnens, like really thin-faced Sonnens. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. For those watching the replay, in case you didn't know, Becky's our resident. <laughs> She's goat herd. Random, <laughs> random knowledge person. Yeah, whenever you guys are like, I can't believe animals. Whenever you guys are like, I can't believe these stupid people don't know these things about animals. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I never know it. Whatever it is you're talking about is never a thing I know. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, Jennifer says when she Marcos me, you know <laughs> random stuff. <laughs> that was everything I that was everything I had for the Young Living Lifestyle. I actually went like a hundred percent longer than I was actually planned it to. But is there any? Um, what What did you guys want to say? You all have your own lifestyle experiences. So I don't know if this is what you wanted to put on the table. Well, you know, I had I was doing yoga. I given up sugary sodas i mean because i used to drink i didn't drink water i drank sweet tea and i drank sodas hard to picture a becky i know right i can't even picture you holding a soda like my brain is like does oh, like, not compute like you know in the bottles that was like my my jam um it was uh sugar was the hardest detox ever ever um, had given all that up, had gone all, all organic. I, they're insane tonight. <laughs> and, um, the oils were just the next stepping stone. So when I went and bought them. You started and, with supplements too, didn't you? Like yeah. pretty early on. Yeah. And I was doing supplements, but they weren't great supplements. And I knew that because, you know, and when, you know, I had no idea about the supplements until you came over the second time and got me into the VO. I know, right? <laughs> well, and, and it was double hard for me because I don't know how to use an Apple computer. <laughs> well, yeah, but think about it, you know, seriously. Um, like, how long did it take me to actually find the fact that you could see me on this? <laughs> I mean, what, year and a half? So, um, we got on the VO and we started looking and I went, wait a minute, what's this? And you were like, oh, they have a supplement line. And I'm like, you know, and that, nice to know. it was like, okay, you know, I've got the zombie apocalypse stash for the, the oils 
and we started getting in there and then we started talking about that and then I got the desk reference and it was like a whole nother rabbit hole and now you know I'm not on steroids not on anything half the woman you once were oh my god (laughs) you know um yeah let me see i was still taking um a rescue inhaler for my asthma i was still taking a maintenance inhaler for my asthma i was on a type of antidepressant that they use for fibromyalgia for the aches and pains I'm trying to think what else. There was something else. I honestly can't even remember because I just don't have that issue anymore. I'm trying to remember too because I remember we had a long phone conversation one time and that was when you were you were nervous because you were starting, you're basically dosing yourself with like double the daily dose of Super B every day and yeah. you were getting off the antidepressant that week. Uh-huh. And I'm that was really, really nervous because you're like, I've and been- I found out that the Super B also helped me with my focus. Oh. Like I could actually focus better. Well, and then the what, was it, what was it about two or three months after that? And we had had that conversation. I found that study that showed that most kids that are diagnosed with ADHD just don't have enough B vitamins in their body. Oh my God. And when I did not know that. Ah! So, you know, yeah, we, we, take a lot of super B in this house. I know you do because I remember when I was out of stock one time and you're like, (laughs) where's the key to Gary's secret warehouse or whatever. Like you just, you want it in a bad way. Um, yeah. Super B is one of those ones that I usually, I try to have a little extra on hand because I haven't seen it go out of stock in a long time, but in the first couple of years, it went out of stock a few times. Well, especially after we made our claims. <laughs> if you want this, and the next thing you know, it's like the next day. Oh, guess what? <laughs> okay, so yeah, and the multigrains, and I mean, it's just been a host. Sulfurzyme. You're doing sulfurzyme every day. Which How long does is- a bottle of sulfurzyme last you? <sighs> if it's just me doing it. It can, la- it can last over a month. I mean, it honestly can last up to two months because I've been ordering it every month and I usually go, you know, I- I've, got, I've got a good stash built up. Yeah. I'm just afraid of if it says it's going out of stock or it's out of stock, you know. The sulfurzyme powder is the biggest um, tantrum I've ever seen thrown by Young Living customers when they said they were going to get rid of the sulfur zyme powder i had never even ordered it before i had never heard of red drink i had ordered sulfur zyme capsules and then you know living yeah. they're getting rid of the sulfur zyme powder and and suddenly all these diamonds came out of the woodwork saying like no we've been taking it for years and none of us knew people knew about it so yeah. uh, so now it, of course actually, we have it i mean it, it every time you go into your desk reference not just your EOPR, but the desk reference goes into such detail. Yes. And you look up something, whether it's asthma or joint pain or, mm-hmm. you know, anything. I mean, yeah. anything. And what do you think comes up? 
sulfur's on every time do you remember when we were doing those we did the topic calls every night like i remember yeah. adhd whatever and every single night we'd go through the list of recommended products and sulfur was on all of those lists there's not yeah. one list that it was not on yeah and we go every and one. what else <laughs> you like, know? What you like? Yeah. yeah so i always and say if you can so take one young the, supplement at least the sulfur yeah i take the capsules every morning and then when i come in from doing my barn chores and i make my red drink i drink it then and Joanne Kahn always said, she says people always ask her because she has really long, luscious hair. And people always ask her, as we talk to you with your long, luscious hair, and pe she, people always ask her, what do you put in your hair? What young living products do you use? She goes, well, I don't really use any products in my hair. But she goes, I, she takes a lot of sulfurzyme. Like, she takes a lot of sulfurzyme. Well, you can tell the difference in my hair. Like, this part of it is kind of like thinner and and you can see that but it gets thicker as you go up and like it's actually the hair follicle that thickens right like it's not like you're going more hair it's actually no, it's like it's the texture it's thicker huh. and i just go i'm like how's that happen i've heard that for nails too yeah good for nails yeah i love that well there's so many amazing stories in here um all of us and and nobody is going to look at you and say that this happened overnight like for me i feel like this journey began years before i ever had young living um if i was introduced to young living like in 2009 i don't know if i even would have been interested or bought them because i we had like chicken patties from Costco in our freezer and ranch dressing in our fridge and i'm sorry becky and dr pepper oh, we had you Dr. Pepper. 30 years ago when Frank and I got married, my big dish to make was hamburger helper and shake and bake. Right. So, I mean, this has been a journey. The only reason, I, I probably the only reason I never made a hamburger helper was because Gary, one time before I met him, he got really sick after eating stroganoff. And so he can't even eat anything that resembles it. Can you look at it? I guess he needs to AFT it. Sorry, I can't. But yeah, I just, you know, I mean, he, he looks I back. I had no frame day. of reference. I had no frame of reference. Yeah. I feel like the, it then took 10 years, not 10 years, I guess it would have been five, six years to get me to the point where when I was finally introduced to Young Living, I was ready for it. Like, that's yeah, how long it took me. Hadn't been as sick as he was when he, you know, after I had him and and was allergic to thing that came out of a box you know we had to go pick the apples you know 45 yeah. minutes away because he couldn't have them out of the store because of the chemicals i know and, they can tell you there's nothing on it but when you throw up after eating them <laughs> oh my hit you across the room oh it's just like it was that bad he was that that you could have had competitions him and me gosh yeah so my 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 grandmother gave me her old world war ii you know cookbook and that's what i cooked out of and because it didn't have powdered mixes too. and yeah everything was fresh and that's how we got him you know through till he was like five or six well, so that's that's what started, you know, and then, of course, they became teenagers and wanted everything out of a box. 
and I had to relearn everything again. Yeah. Well, if you uh, watched the replay, we love to hear what you're doing with your oils, what your experience is, what you're doing with supplements, what you're doing with even non-Young Living related stuff. We want to hear that too. Um, the whole move 30 minutes a day thing, which I really need to get on board with. And yes, I need a goat, Becky. And the, um, you know, fermenting food or getting detoxing sugar or things like that. Like we just want to hear all of it. It is so interesting. And pretty much everything I'm learning, I'm learning from the people here in Young Living, which is amazing because it is, it attracts such a profound group of people who are eager to grow and learn. And I just think that's phenomenal. So thank you for watching the replay and thank you, Colleen, Sabrina, and Becky and mom for hopping on and helping me do the live.